Previously on Hacker Valley Blue. Oh, yeah, you know, no, the real lesson there is that there's always someone to catch you if you fall. So that's when they start body surfing me. What's the riskiest story I could tell in front of an audience? To get a person to understand, don't just summarize. It's always important to have human beings in mind. This is the Hacker Valley Studio Podcast, exploring the human element behind cybersecurity programs and technology. Time is the enemy of cybersecurity. Time spent identifying devices that are missing endpoint agents with known vulnerabilities that are unmanaged and need updates. Time spent identifying cloud instances that aren't being scanned and that are misconfigured. Time spent gathering asset data. Time was the enemy of cybersecurity until Axonius. By connecting to existing data sources, customers get a comprehensive asset inventory, understand security gaps, and automatically validate and enforce security policies. Check them out by visiting axonius.com. Thank you, Axonius, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome back to Hacker Valley Season Blue themed Know Thyself. You've now made it to the end or the beginning. If you're at the beginning, Go back to episode one and tune in to all of the great episodes that we have this season. And if you're at the end, it's been a great experience to learn and share wisdom with all of our guests and listeners. This final conversation is with just Chris and I. We reflect on the conversations that we've had this season and what's to come. And with that, let's jump right into this episode. What's going on, everybody? You are in the Hacker Valley studio with your hosts, Ron and Chris. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be back again. Repping Hacker Valley Season Blue themed Know Thyself. And now the season has come just about to an end. This is the finale of Know Thyself. What an incredible journey. I feel like this entire experience flew by so fast. We got to talk to so many incredible people about knowing yourself, knowing your team, knowing your tech stack, knowing your environment, and even knowing your story. Right. And, you know, just the the variety of guests that we've had. We've talked about chaos engineering. We've spoken about the foundations and the fundamentals and even a new domain that I did not know much about, which is cyber essentials. If you were in Europe and you're trying to do any type of cyber business, it sounds like cyber essentials is really essential for getting started and selling services to organizations out there. 100%. I mean, let's just go down the list of folks that we had on this season. Marcus Carey, always such a wise guy. He is the Professor X of cybersecurity, and he loves looking at the superpowers and finding the superpowers of other individuals. And he talked a lot about teaching. He also talked about like, if you teach, you get to learn it a second time or learn a different facet of it. 
it was really, really impactful for me that episode when he talked about getting good at the fundamentals. We talked a lot about that across this entire season, but he put it in a way that made it scale for me, that made it creative because he talked about being able to take these fundamentals of different aspects of life and cybersecurity and being able to combine them in a way that's different. So then you can give that back to the community and even teach somebody something new that hasn't even existed before. It's all related. And I think there's a lot of relationship between Marcus Carey and John Strand. They both really strike me as lifelong learners and lifelong Mm -hmm. teachers. You know, that's a motto that I hold for myself, too, is just constantly learning and then giving that information back. It's great that we have this podcast and we get to do this. But, you know, when I'm speaking to John and learning about his methodologies, his war stories, his success stories, And all the things that he's doing to give back that information by creating content, I think is like right in alignment with all the things that we're doing. And what I found striking about his story is that he's teaching things that he wants people to know that he didn't know and he made those mistakes. He went through the trenches. He went through those battles and he learned along the way. And so he wants to shorten that learning curve for everybody else out there in cybersecurity. Yes, and let's not forget Aaron Reinhardt and Jamie Dickin. Yes. You know, they are a dynamic duo. I think, you know, that speaks to us again. <laughs> really, all the guests that we have on speak to, you know, who we are, our listeners, what we do. But these two together, you know, they are all about building and breaking things. I love breaking things. That's how I got started in cybersecurity. You know, me, son of cybersecurity. But being able to do this in production, to do this and make a repeatable process out of it and make architecture and engineering solutions that will stand the test of times, incredible. I love the stories about chaos engineering gone right and done wrong. So many things you can learn. And Jamie said something that that stood out to me and I always remember is that chaos engineering is about instrumenting chaos, not inflicting chaos to your organization. (laughs) Because... When you think of when you take it at face value, you just see the word chaos engineering. You think that you're doing all these terrible things to your environment and just kind of leaving things broken. But really, it's about understanding yourself. It's about knowing thyself and knowing thy resiliency, knowing your redundancy, all of these things that go into high availability and ensuring that no matter what, you're going to be able to operate in your organization. So we have chaos engineering. We have the foundations and the fundamentals of cybersecurity, looking at some of the basic things like TCP IP. We have cyber essentials, you know, checklists and guidelines and policies for what we should implement and when it should be implemented. From your experience, you know, looking at all this information, all the great guests that we've had on the show, how do you package together and make sense out of it all? You know, taking steps towards that understanding and learning for know thyself. You know, it's so funny. As soon as you asked that question, I started thinking about like, how would you take this entire season and and almost make a storyboard out of it? I really think it begins with Lenny, Lenny Zeltzer, because he talks about asset inventory, asset management, understanding what's inside your environment. I almost think of Lenny's episode of eat your veggies before you eat your dessert. Like he says, it's not the most sexy thing doing asset management, but it's so crucial to doing any of these advanced topics like chaos engineering and things like that. So understanding what's inside your environment, understanding the effects of 
outside forces in your environment through chaos engineering and testing, things like that. Understanding your team via the things that Marcus was talking about, being able to teach your team certain things, being able to tell those stories through Kevin. That was such an incredible masterclass on knowing your own personal story. But I think all of those tidbits and those lessons that he was talking about applies to being able to tell stories in cybersecurity, whether you're telling the story to a stakeholder inside your organization so that they understand the context of attacks, so they understand the context of vulnerabilities, so they understand the decisions that you make inside your organization, whether you're making an architecture change, whether you're moving to the cloud, different things like that. Being able to tell that story in a way that's impactful and memorable is super important. And so I feel like all of these things, all of the the technical components of, of Know Thyself, all of the storytelling and the soft skill components of Know Thyself really mesh together really well to create a well-rounded individual. I look at it as a little bit like a pyramid, right? We have the foundations and fundamentals at the bottom. These are things that we have to pick up and learn on. And if we build that good base, then we'll be able to climb higher up the pyramid. And then what we have on top of the foundations and the fundamentals are the cyber essentials, right? We right. focus on what is essential and build our foundations that are going to help support that upper layer. And then after that, we have, you know, things like training, learning and teaching, expanding on those skills and getting more to those niche areas. And, you know, at the top, when we keep on climbing, we ultimately make our ways to asset inventory, and ultimately chaos engineering, building production grade and scalable systems. And at the very top, you know, to make all of this mesh and to bring it all together, we have storytelling, being able to tell the story of yourself, your origin, getting that job, you know, maybe making a pivot in your career to ultimately telling the story of what your security program does and enabling the business at large. In the very first episode, you talked about one of your superpowers being awareness and awareness at all levels, really. But when we talk about know thyself in the context of cybersecurity, I feel like awareness is not only knowing the strengths and weaknesses of yourself, your team, your, your tech stack, having awareness of all these things, the, the business, right? Uh, Chani Sims talked about security as an enabler for the business. And that's something that echoes our philosophy on cybersecurity. But I feel like that awareness bit is something that's so important and something I think that a lot of people forget over time. People get caught up in the day-to-day, the, the running down of incidents, the, the doing the compliance, all of these different things. You're, you're running this down, but really having that, that field awareness, that field vision. We talk about you know, how LeBron James has this, this sense of vision on the court. He's able to see where the ball is, where the ball is going to be, where the people are, where he thinks the people are going to be. All of this stuff is important from a context of awareness. How do you think awareness played into this entire season? Well, we've brought in an extremely aware group of guests, right? The guests that we've had on this season are completely aware of their strengths. They're also aware of some of their weaknesses. In a few of the episodes, I believe in the one with Marcus Carey, we spoke a bit about building solutions versus buying solutions. You know, there's always that trade-off. You build where your strengths exist and maybe augment and outsource, you know, where some of your weaknesses are. And even speaking to Chani Sims and learning more about the cyber essentials, 
hearing about all of the things that are encompassed within the Cyber Essentials and Cyber Essentials Plus, I think it's amazing, you know, solving those very basic problems that are going to keep out 90% of the crap. Even John Strand was talking about 2FA or MFA and how it can reduce the attack surface quite a bit. I think, you know, looking at all of these basics, all of these small but impactful efforts that can really make everything better. I think that's true awareness that our, that our guests have brought to this season. I'm glad you mentioned MFA when we were talking to John. And I asked him that question about, you know, how would he recreate MFA? And he said, I would leave it just as it is. And I think that's a part of awareness, too. But I also think it's good to ask those questions. Could we be doing this better? Could we do passwords better? Could we go beyond passwords? Could we do access better? Could we do architecture better? Incident response, asking yourself, can we do this better? I think is a part of awareness. It's a part of how do we do this a little bit better tomorrow? How do we look at the future and the strategy and, and bring something that doesn't exist right now into reality in terms of our team, in terms of our tech stack. So I, I think of all the stuff that, that we're doing on a daily basis in cybersecurity. How do we make ourselves even better? I think about that all the time. But the good thing is that when he said that MFA is good as it is right now, it made me think of like, sometimes I do feel like we get caught up in what is the next thing understanding what is sort of the baseline, what is best practices, and making sure that you double down on the fundamentals. That seems like it's a recurring theme for, for this entire season is really understanding the fundamentals. What would you say is the most impactful fundamental that you could take away from this season? Well, we built a lot on some of the basics, some of the more advanced, and worked our way even to chaos engineering. But one of the things that we didn't speak about too much, we did touch on it a bit in every single episode, is leadership. I think that is one of the best ways to really get to know thyself, know thy team, is understanding what kind of leader are you. Everyone is a leader in their own way. I'm a technology leader. Chris, you are you know, a very strategic leader. You always lead with strategic direction. And maybe someone is more of a lead in another area. But I think, you know, understanding the best ways that we lead, the best ways that our, our, our team or organization leads us really leads to that true awareness. One thing that I found super impactful is uh, when Chani was talking about unsupported devices, because that really includes just about everything that we're talking about from the basics all the way up to advanced. Because if you have unsupported devices in your environment, that might be bringing on weakness to your environment. That might even be a case of not understanding what's in your environment to begin with. So either sandboxing or getting those unsupported devices completely out of your environment, I think is something that's important, especially for those bigger companies, those companies that it's harder to make those big changes across the organization. I, I think that it's a little easier for the, the younger, more nimble companies that we're born in the cloud to be able to kind of stay up to date with new technology, but really the bigger, gigantic, monolithic companies that have been around for years and they have all these devices all over the world, I think is where we run into a little bit of trouble there. And so if I were to go and be a consultant again, and I was 
to to talk to a big organization, the first thing I would want to talk about is, do you know what's in your organization? Because that's where you would run into trouble. If there's something that's vulnerable, even if everything else is protected, if there's connectivity to those vulnerable systems, there is a potential to have that attack go throughout your entire organization. You know, that's an interesting point. I was just about to ask you, you know, we had Marcus Carey on the podcast. You know, what is that one thing that you would do for an organization? And you answered it already. (laughs) (laughs) For me, you know, one of the things that I look at is, you know, what do you already have? Like, I think visibility is that daunting task that a lot of engineers and leaders don't really like to, you know, tackle that problem head on. But, you know, what I, one of the problems that I think a lot of people do enjoy to tackle head on is turning on the right features. So you might have an email solution or an endpoint solution or whatever solution that helps you run your business or secure your environment. Turning on multi-factor authentication throughout all of those devices or applications I think is one of the places where I would start first, you know, double down on my strengths and then go into the weaknesses. Cause I'm, I'm certain that most big organizations, one of their biggest weaknesses is that visibility component. A hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, you could take know thyself in a million different ways in cybersecurity and it still would make sense. Like knowing your configurations, right? Like, are, are you using your appliances to the best of their ability? Are you protecting and hardening your appliances to the best of your ability? All of these things are, are knowledge about your organization. And I, I do feel like that there is a bit of lack of motivation to doing and understanding these things. I mean, sometimes even for me, it can be tough, but I find that it's so important to ask yourself and ask your team and ask of the technology that you have in your environment, these questions, like you want to understand the way you are today, because as those attacks happen, and it seems like attacks are happening all the time, but we try not to have that. We try to keep that FUD, that fear, uncertainty and doubt out of our podcast. But in some ways, I mean, it's something that's important that we can't just completely turn a blind eye to. So we have to think about what is going on in our environment, understanding what the threats are external to our environment. And then that's how you could say, okay, I understand that we have a a hole here. We have a vulnerability here. And this attack can affect us if this attack comes our way. Just having that understanding makes it easier to make decisions. It might be harder to make those those actions, but at least you can make a decision to say, hey, we're going to have to close this gap if we're going to protect ourselves going forward. And when in doubt, go back to the easy framework. You know, I love that framework because it helps me walk the dog on implementation and even designing, even planning, you know, elicit your requirements, really Mm -hmm. understand what it is that you're trying to solve for, assess your collection plan. Maybe you can't hit all your requirements. Knowing that early on is going to be really helpful. Striving for impact, you know, what is that implementation plan? What is the plan for testing? What is the plan for, you know, even setting up a development environment? And then why yield the feedback? understanding where did this program fall short and making iterations on it in the future. I'm always looking at the easy framework. I'm glad that we ended up putting the pen to paper and building that course out of it. A hundred percent. And it's funny because if you look at know thyself and you're saying, okay, this is all great information, but what can I do tomorrow to start to know 
all the things that you're talking about. And I think you can use the easy framework, right? So let's just go down the line, illicit requirements, right? Uh, you said E, you know, illicit requirements. What are the things that I need to know about my organization, about my team? Maybe write a list of questions that you might have to answer in support of all these different endeavors. And an assess collection plan, how are you going to get them? Are you going to talk to your team about their strengths, their weaknesses? Are you going to ask yourself, where are the gaps that I have in knowledge that I need to fill myself? Are you going to use the cyber defense matrix and look at where the gaps are in your environment? If asset management is completely kaput in your organization, what are, what are you going to do to figure out what you have in your environment? Are you going to have to bring in a vendor to come and fix this stuff? You can ask yourself all these questions and go out and find these answers and even make yourself like a know thyself notebook that has all these answers and these questions so that you understand your entire organization wholeheartedly. And that strive for impact, you could take that information and start to actually make change. Because sometimes we, we like to get this information all together, like, okay, great. We have all this information. We, mission's complete. It's far from complete. You still have to take that information and do something with it. Make your organization better. Make your security posture better. Strive for impact. What are the most high leverage things that you can do today to make everybody's lives easier or more safe? And then yield to feedback. There might be some things that you might be missing. You might need to ask questions, ask for feedback, get some information from your stakeholders. What what are you thinking about that I might not be thinking about? Asking these different things is how you know thyself. And this is how you get to know the people that are around you, your peers, your stakeholders. The more knowledge you have, I started with that Sun Tzu quote in the very beginning of the podcast. If you know yourself and you know your enemy, you need not fear the results of 100 battles. So if you really understand yourself, and you have good threat intelligence, understanding the externals, you have good vulnerability management that understands the externals and the internals. If you mesh all that information together, I think you'll be able to do great, great things with your cybersecurity program. Well said. <laughs> the, the last theme that I think is super critical to hit is really learning. How do we learn? We use acronyms all over the place. We were just talking about easy. You know, easy is an acronym. We've even built another framework called EXIST, which is another acronym. And I'm sure anyone that has gotten into cybersecurity, maybe even technology, has learned a lot about the OSI model. And how do we use that? Not quite an acronym. We use a mnemonic device. We use maybe please do not throw sausage pizzas away. Right. There's a million and one ways to really retain information. I think that's part of the process of learning is finding the best device for you to learn and also to teach that information. Some people love to teach through writing. Some people love to teach through instruction, live instruction. But I think, you know, understanding the, the best way that you can get this information, the best way for you to learn thyself, learn about your organization, and what are the best ways for you to translate it and really aligning that to your team, aligning, you know, your values to how you can help the team and also making sure you pick the right team to where you can provide the best level of support. So with all of that information that, that you've learned, that you've gleaned, that you've given back to our community, what is the one thing that you would take from this entire season, this entire experience of talking to all these great folks? What would you want to teach that next generation of cybersecurity practitioners? 
I would teach them a journey of exploration. We are in a field that is constantly changing, and this change is exploding through digital transformation, us going from on-person, on-site to remote. We are now living in this remote world, and it's going to just really increase from here. So I think being open and being curious about that journey of exploration is the theme, and it's going to help you throughout your entire career and life. It's going to sound like this is a complete setup, but I promise you we did not even work this out before the podcast (laughs) because I was thinking immersion. And I think it's perfect that you go from exploration to immersion, a la Exist, the other framework that we created. But for me, it's immersion. Like if you look at your entire company or your entire security team as a world to be discovered, it has its own concepts, its own philosophies, its own characters that you need to understand that if you immerse yourself into that world, I think that is one of the quickest ways for you to have that awareness, for you to know thyself, to know that organization, to know thy tech stack, immerse yourself into that world, be unbelievably curious. Like Ron was talking about with exploration. I think that that is one of the best ways for you to not only be better at your job, but to really experience what it's like to be reinvigorated and motivated because you're genuinely curious about everything that's going on in your organization. And so I feel like if you combine that exploration and you combine that immersion, you really can't go wrong. And I feel like that you could even go down the entire exist framework and and develop something cool. So we talked about exploration, we talked about immersion, but then that S, that study, that that's the components of yourself that you feel like are missing. The the knowledge you might not have. Like you might have been dealing with legacy networking all this entire time, but now your company is moving into the cloud. It's going cloud native. And so now you need to learn all these things about AWS or GCP or or Azure, really understand what cloud architecture looks like. Because it's very, very different, even though there's a lot of similarities between legacy networking and cloud. But there are a lot of things that are different, different terminology, different way of architecting the entire organization, different ways of securing things. So understanding all of that stuff, is is, you're going to get it through study. And of course, you get to that translator transform, which is the T of that framework. And that's where you can actually make that impact. It's almost like you could tie exist and easy together to create something really, really special in cybersecurity. But I I would have to agree. Exploration and immersion are probably the two most important things about knowing thyself. Yes. And let's talk about the best way for everyone to listen to this season, the best way for them to learn more. Where are the best ways that people can do that? I would say the best ways that people could do that is really on any podcast platform that you really enjoy. Uh, if you are jumping right to this episode, because that, that that happens quite often, we drop this entire season all at once and people like to jump to the end. But I would encourage you to go and listen to these incredible folks about what their stories. There's so many stories on this season, so many pieces of, of advice in this season. So definitely go and listen to the other things. Also, more importantly, Importantly, we want to have a conversation with you. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear the things that we might have missed. We want to hear the things that resonated with you. Please let us know. And also feel free to share this. We, we do this for the community. We do this because we love this community of folks. And so please share this with people that you feel like this might be impactful for. It would really mean the world to us. 
Yes. And to leave us a message, visit us at hackervalley.com. All of the links are in the show notes. We appreciate you for taking the time to listen to us, but also taking the time to educate and gain more wisdom for yourself. And with that, we'll see everyone next time. If you found value in this content, it would mean the world to us if you shared it on social media, sent it to a friend, or talked about it over coffee. Thank you.